the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Monday morning and welcome into the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. I'm honored to be filling in for Bruce and great, grateful for you, so thank you for listening. Hey, uh, tomorrow is the 23rd and it is the New Hampshire primary and the breaking story on the Ohio Press Network yesterday was this. Now, following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. That is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who, can you believe it, about a year ago, was, according to some polls, pulling ahead of current GOP frontrunner and 45th president Donald J. Trump. Now, based on the visceral reactions of Team DeSantis members, it appears some of them, at least a really loud, maybe minority, I don't know, wanted the Florida governor to endorse Nikki Haley. Well, he didn't, to their dismay. Uh, Here's what he did. Play cut four. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. The days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. So let me ask, are you surprised? I know we had Bob Clegg in studio last week after DeSantis said, we punched our ticket. We punched our ticket out of here, uh, Iowa caucuses. And the question was, well, you punched your ticket to where? And I don't think I was surprised. Uh, in fact, I, I'm i surprised that he didn't drop out after New Hampshire, to be frank. Um, and technically, I guess he did because we're two days ahead of the uh, – or excuse me. After Iowa, we're two days ahead of the New Hampshire uh, primary. So not a big surprise for me, but are you surprised? And uh, what is your gut reaction here? 844-TALK-989. That's 844-825-5989. I want to hear from you. And we'll talk much more about the New Hampshire primary, the gut reactions across the board to DeSantis dropping out. We'll talk about what the Republican Party ought to do and uh, newsflash, rub some dirt on it, get over it. We'll talk about 
maybe where DeSantis stumbled in this race, because I genuinely, genuinely believe he did have some momentum. But maybe Trump is just that strong. We'll talk about that. And can Orange Man win in 24? I mean, there's the moniker that reemerged yesterday, even among Republicans. It was incredibly amusing, to say the least, to read some of what was published on Twitter and Facebook and other social media platforms. But can Trump beat current President Joe Biden? Now, according to Real Clear Politics, their average this morning has an approval rating of 40% for Joe Biden and a disapproval rating of 56.4. So he's underwater 16% there. 67% of Americans think the country is going in the wrong direction, and only 24% believe it's going in the right direction. Now, I'm not stellar at math, but that's, a, that's, that's being underwater by 43%. That's massive. And by the way, the folks who, the, the 24% who believe we're going in the right direction, I think they're also the folks that you probably see wearing masks over the weekend, driving alone in cars, walking outside with a face mask. RCP, Real Clear Politics, their betting averages show Trump at 41.8 and Biden at 31.8. And uh, across the nation, Trump is up 2.1 on Biden right now in terms of polling. Nikki Haley is up 1.1. So we'll talk in just a second about the fallout after the DeSantis announcement. But I want to tee up today's show for you. At 1135, you won't want to miss this. Tricia McLaughlin, does that name sound familiar? Senior Advisor Communications Director at Vivek 24. Now, Vivek dropped out and endorsed Donald J. Trump last week. We're going to talk to Tricia about what it was like being on the campaign trail, leading the initiative, where she thinks Vivek will go next. There's there's some scuttlebutt that he might run for governor. I have some information that says that probably is not going to be the case. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about tomorrow's primary. And uh, if you have questions for Tricia, let me know, 844-TALK-989, or you can email me, jack at theohiopressnetwork.com. Melena Siebert, 1222, she's going to join us. Who is she? She's a Republican candidate for Ohio's 12th District Court of Appeals. And we're going to talk to her about her platform, why she's running, what she wants to do if she is elected to that 12th District Court. Also, her law firm submitted an amicus brief, friend of the court brief, to the Supreme Court regarding Trump's ballot access in Colorado. We'll talk about why that's so important. And then at 1235, Mike Davila will be here. Now, that name might ring a bell. Mike spent six years in the Ohio State House representing the district that is now represented by Tom Patton. Now, Tom Patton is one of the blue 22, one of the 22 Republicans who partnered with the entire Democratic caucus to hand the House Speaker gavel to Jason Stevens, despite the fact that the Republican caucus had already elected Derek Maron. Now, That fallout has been significant. The General Assembly has been the most unproductive since the 1950s. And some would argue that our Constitution is easier to amend. It could have been made more difficult to amend, which is allowing some really radical things to go on in the state because Jason Stevens 
took over as speaker and because of the chaos that ensued after. We'll talk to Mike Davila about that, why he thinks he's the man in the 17th district. He's running against Gordon Short, who is a Strongsville city councilman. I had the honor and privilege of moderating their debate last week in Strongsville and uh, can't wait to talk to Mike and hear what is going on with his campaign. So yesterday, after we published the story, you know, I was watching football with the family. Interestingly, it was one of the first days that literally the entire family kind of hung out with me all day and watched football. It was glorious. And, uh, you know, now in total transparency, most of them were on their devices, you know, looking at CapCut, looking at YouTube, whatever. But we at least got to hang out. And uh, when the story broke, we, of course, published the article on the Ohio Press Network. And then I'm out on social media, and the firestorm was unbelievable. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, she weighed in. I thought it was really interesting. She actually talked about Nikki Haley instead of Ron DeSantis. But she said Nikki Haley's no different from Liz Cheney and Hillary Clinton, women who have never served in the military and feel the need to prove how tough they are by always advocating for more war. To the voters of New Hampshire, please know that a vote for Haley is a vote for endless and bigger wars. Now, Gabbard is actually a former U.S. representative, Democrat, but also a U.S. Army Reserve officer. Chris Rufo, Christopher Rufo, renowned journalist who has uncovered what's really going on in the trans movement, the diversity, inclusion, and equity mob, wrote, I proudly support Governor DeSantis and hope he continues to deliver wins in Florida and runs again in 2028. But for now, it's time to unite behind President Trump, who made CRT a national issue and banned DEI. I call it D-I-E because that's what happens. You end up dying as a country. You end up dying as an individual uh, in his administration. If he wins, he will double down on this agenda. Uh, wasn't so kind from some others. Uh One blogger wrote, I will not vote for Trump. I will not vote for Biden. Those on the right will say that's a vote for Biden. I say having Trump as the nominee already solidified Biden's win. Do you believe that? I'm not sure that I do. A year ago, I might have. Another blogger, see a GOP, never voting for Trump, registering independent and hoping a conservative movement comes out of this. Now, Bill Mitchell, uh, he has a news and information outlet, and he wrote, Never again, Trump. Rest assured, MAGA, we in the DeSantis movement will make sure your orange god is not elected. Interesting. Well, I got to tell you, though, uh, Bill Mitchell kind of reversed course. I I retweeted what he tweeted and said, yeah, that makes sense. Let's elect a Marxist. This morning he said, I'm going to proceed between now and the convention with the assumption DeSantis will be Trump's running mate and act and accentuate the positives that could bring. To me, this unity ticket could unite the GOP and win in November, not just the White House, but also Congress. Trump could provide the vision and salesmanship, DeSantis the day-to-day operation. Hey, welcome back in to The Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce. I just want to remind you that if you got engaged over the holidays, the first thing you have to do is pick your venue, and you're going to want to check out The Legacy on Possum Run. You can do that by going to thelegacyonpossumrun.com, and when you get there, you'll be prompted 
you can sign up for the free open house that's taking place this coming weekend. And when you get to the site, you'll see why people in Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, all over the Buckeye State are raving about the Legacy on Possum Run. Three beautifully unique spaces are there for you, tons of photographs. The calendar is there so you can see what dates are open and pricing. It's forth, it's, it's forthcoming. It's up, it's up on the site. You don't have to guess. It's all right there for you. And uh, you're going to love it. Get to the thelegacyonpossumrun.com. Your legacy begins here. So before we went to break, I was reading um, I was reading a tweet from Bill Mitchell. Now, Bill Mitchell is the CEO of Your Voice Studios, host of Your Voice America. And man, oh, man, Ashevitz, did he have a visceral response yesterday? He, after DeSantis dropped out, said, we in the DeSantis camp are going to make sure that your orange god is never elected. Well, Bill might have taken two aspirin and a nap or slept well last night, woke up this morning and, and tweeted, uh, I'm going to proceed between now and the convention with the assumption DeSantis will be Trump's running mate and accentuate the positives that could bring. To me, this hashtag unity ticket could unite the GOP and win in November, not just the White House, but also Congress. Trump could provide the vision and the salesmanship, DeSantis the day-to-day operations and crafting of legislation. Um, by the way, the president doesn't write legislation, but he could come up with legislative ideas and then, of course, uh, pitch and promote those to Congress. It appears Trump is already setting the sa- stage for such a possibility. Now, that's because um, Johnny Maga wrote, one year ago, Ron DeSantis was leading Trump in many polls over the course of 12 months. Many patriots stepped up declared that they want their president back for one last dance. POTUS doesn't want us attacking DeSantis anymore, and so I will oblige. Congratulations, MAGA. So is there going to be a unity ticket? Uh, At 11.35, we're going to talk with Tricia McLaughlin, Senior Advisor, Communications Director of Vivek24. His name is on the list as a prospective running mate of Donald Trump. You know who else is on that list? J.D. Vance, U.S. Senator from Ohio. Wouldn't that be something? Two Ohio guys already on that short list, according to insiders. Um, I'm curious if <clears throat> Ron DeSantis is the guy. Uh, some people believe that Nikki Haley could be a good addition. I don't know that I see that. Um But it might appeal to the suburban voter. It might appeal to the college-educated Republicans. But there are certain things that Nikki Haley says and does, and and this is going to be one of them. I'm going to cut 11 here. This is her during an interview defending her record, defending her positions. Uh, But I just want you to listen uh, to this short clip. And and in it is something that has kind of rubbed me the wrong way about Nikki Haley. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the deep south as a brown girl. I'm not contesting that she is Indian, but it's the identity politics again. 
it's the, well, I'm brown or I'm a female or, and to me, those on the right side, at least that are deeply conservative, are really kind of done with identity politics. And she did something similar, by the way, when Vivek Ramaswamy really exposed her during one of the debates. I think it was the fourth presidential debate from stage. He said, hey, Nikki, why don't you tell us which province in Ukraine or one or two provinces in Ukraine really need our attention because you're promoting this idea that we need to send money there or eventually we're going to send our sons and daughters. And when I say deer in the headlights, I mean deer in the headlights. That was the look that Nikki Haley had on her face. And then, of course, Chris Christie came right to her aid. And then, you know, Vivek dismantled him as well. But after that, Nikki Haley turned, not turned during the debate, but turned the situation around later on in an interview off the stage and essentially said Vivek Ramaswamy just has a problem with women. And so it's that same kind of identity politics again. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the deep south as a brown girl. And I just don't think that that's going to play well. I don't think that the average voter on the right side of the aisle is going to get behind that. I really don't. And uh, remember what Tulsi Gabbard said. I thought this was really interesting. Former uh, Congresswoman, U.S. Army Reserve officer, Democrat, said Nikki Haley is no different from Liz Cheney and Hillary Clinton. In fact, um, I think Vivek called Nikki uh, Dick Cheney in three-inch heels. Women who have never served in the military and feel the need to, quote, prove how tough they are by always advocating for more war. To the voters of New Hampshire, please know that a vote for Haley is a vote for endless and bigger wars. And, you know, I don't know that I disagree with that. I think I think the penchant for war, I think the identity politics, I think the big corporate sponsors um, – really has me in a position that I go, I'm just not sure. Now, the problem with politics, though, is sometimes you got to go 70%, right? You can't get to 100%. So here's my question for you. If Nikki Haley was more electable than Donald Trump, could you pull the lever for Nikki Haley? Could you live with that reality that we might go to war, that we might live in this recycled corporate type America again because the alternative is really that bad and that alternative is Joe Biden who is an absolute Marxist Um, up next we'll talk about this and more with Trisha McLaughlin Senior Advisor Communications Director of Vague 24 so stay tuned you don't want to miss it Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.